Hello and welcome to the Viva Wellness Podcast. My name is Jarrell. I'm Rachel. Thank you for joining us today. Um, happy almost Thanksgiving. Almost Thanksgiving, yeah. As we're recording this, um, I was told that Thanksgiving week is absolutely still allowed to be a thing and I will support that only because Thanksgiving includes more pie than usual. So mm -hmm. I say that we can still celebrate, although it's very apparent that as so many other things in 2020, that this year is going to be a little bit different, mm -hmm. at least. So we want to talk about how to manage that, some things that you can do to, while it's not going to feel like it normally does, and we'll talk a little bit more about that, ways you can kind of just get through it. Because this seems to be, with some really great vaccine news recently, a final stretch type of feel to this um that you know we only have kind of one more hurdle and it's this period until we get maybe to spring and early summer where it could be uh, a lot better of a situation so right. but this is also a really hard time of year to kind of have the final stretch mm -hmm. um just because it's as it was i heard it referred to earlier today um a high socialization period so we're going to tell you how to get through it because obviously it should not be a high socialization period right now. Right. So I would say first things first, and we have to put the disclaimer on it. And also I think this is the most important thing in getting through this period is you got to be safe. So I'll be real. If your holiday plans don't really look that different than they did last year, I very strongly encourage you to rethink that. That's not what we should be doing right now the cases are going up and healthcare workers rightfully so just seem so done. We're all done, but we want people to be here next year in the same physical and mental shape that they're in now as much as possible. And yeah. so we, that's first and foremost, you gotta be safe. I, I, it sucks. It's awful. I'm with you. I don't like it, but it is what it is. Um, and so I think it's important to also note that everything else that we say is with that idea in mind of that first and foremost you need to take covid precautions and we need to be virus safe and mm -hmm. everything after that is how to manage life with the idea of that sometimes being virus safe really sucks yeah. but if you are not taking all the necessary covid precautions like not gathering with people outside of your household or your pod, which to be honest, I'm gonna define pod as if you have someone in your pod that is not in your household and you don't know everyone they've interacted with, that's not a pod. Right. So put that out there, um, not gathering, not traveling, unless you can absolutely not avoid it. And I feel like that's probably like 0.1% of, 0.01% of the population right now. Mm. Um, you know, wearing a mask in public, getting tested if you have symptoms, quarantining appropriately when necessary, all of that. If you're not doing those things, stop listening to this podcast right now. That's your only assignment. Once you're doing that, you can come back and finish. And now we'll move on to the rest. Yeah. I mean, I just add, like, I know a lot of people specifically with respect to their mental health have been suffering this year because of the circumstances in which this virus has um, created for all of us. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to also offer, which kind of to reiterate what Rachel said is that we can appreciate that obviously as like mental health professionals, this 
are things that we're talking about probably every day for both of us to some extent. And yeah, it is really difficult. And, you know, it's at the same time, it's like being safe and healthy are, you know, synonymous. And so um, right now that includes also being virus safe. So doing whatever you can to minimize, minimize, minimize your risk and be safe for yourself, for the people around you, for the greater good, for the health professionals that are working so tirelessly for us, you know, um, it's really, really important. Yeah, and with the reminder too of that, it is as far as all things are looking right now, almost done. So I don't know that there are a lot of medical experts and when I say, you know, when we say a lot of people believe this is almost done, we mean like medical experts, like right. shout out to Dr. Fauci. Um, it, you're almost done. The chances of having to do this for another holiday season are really slim to none. Right. At least as it stands right now, as we learn, right. you know, in 2020, every anything can change, but that's always life actually. Mm -hmm. So it really just seems like we have, what is this, almost December, what, maybe four, five, six more months. I saw a report today that because of now a third vaccine candidate that seems super effective and should be able to be widely spread in terms of the vaccine, not the virus, being available, like we're looking like this could be done by like late spring, early May, like done, done, like herd immunity done, assuming mm -hmm. people take the vaccine. And get, yeah, and have access. Right. And so we are very close. So I think that's something to remember too, is that while it might be harder this time of year, mm -hmm. because we've done this longer, because it's the holidays. And I know right. for a lot of people, that's a time where you're going to feel more losses than maybe you did in April. Yeah the one thing that we have going for us is that in April, we had no idea. Right. Right. Remember when we all thought in March, we're like, yeah, two weeks, no big deal. <laughs> Funny. Mm -hmm. So that is something you have going for you is that you, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You can know that, you know, six months from now, there's a really good chance that life is going to look dramatically different and you're going to be able to do a lot more things. Yeah. So I think that would be kind of inadvertently step number one after being safe is that, remind yourself of that, of that. It isn't this never ending right. hit you're falling into. It is almost done. So it's kind of that idea of like, you can get through this Thanksgiving or this Christmas or this New Year's Eve or this Hanukkah or this Kwanzaa or whatever you celebrate this time of year. And then that's it. You don't have to do another one. Mm -hmm. There's not like, oh, this is one of seven holiday seasons I'm going to have to spend alone. No, right. this is probably the only one. Right. It's one and done. And to me, I know one feels a lot more manageable than seven mm -hmm. or even two. Right. So I'd say that's number one. Yeah. Just remind yourself of that, that there is a light at, at the end of the tunnel that we are almost done. And assuming that everybody can maintain their own version of virus safety, which should be the, you know, healthcare rec officials recommendations of COVID safety. It is going to be less of a hurdle to climb as well. So it's kind of twofold. You only have to really do this once. And if you do it once, you're doing your part to make sure that it doesn't get too terrible, thus making the whole thing a lot worse before it is over. Mm -hmm. The other thing I would say is that generally speaking, manage your expectations. This is not going to be your normal Thanksgiving. It's yeah. not going to be your normal December holiday. It's just not. So don't expect it to be. 
if that means that you have to prepare yourself to be unhappy with the day, cool. Because how you're going to feel is how you're going to feel. Right. You can't trick yourself into being like, I don't get to do any of my New Year's Eve traditions, but like, that's okay. It's not okay. Yeah. It's just not. And so going in with that expectation of this is not going to feel the same allows you to not be surprised and it can, you can manage, you know, what is actually going to happen and prepare yourself accordingly. And it also leaves you open to saying when you're not comparing it to what you're used to doing, you might actually find pieces of the alternative you like more, not more than the original activity, but more than you would if you were like, all right, let's make this exact feel exactly like a normal holiday season. You can't. Mm-hmm. So, but if you take it as, all right, here's my backup plan. Oh, but I did enjoy some parts of my backup plan. That's a lot easier to get to when you're not trying to compare it to what you really want to be doing. Yeah. And I was just telling someone um, not too long ago that when we, when we're so focused on avoiding the negative feelings, part of that, which makes it so problematic is that be, when you do that, you don't, actually engage in this quote unquote problem solving process, right? You don't get to make things better if you don't understand how sucky things are for you right now. And so like, it is about managing those expectations and saying like, okay, maybe, maybe Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, um, whatever, maybe it's not, maybe I'm not going to be happy, but also, yeah, maybe it's not going to be great. Maybe I'm not going to be happy about it. Um, but that doesn't mean that it has to be all or nothing, right? It's that maybe there is still something that you could appreciate and gain from this time. And that's the thing to focus on. What can you, what can you access or get or gain and try and point yourself in that direction? Cause I think that's the best that we can do right now. Yeah. I think it's also okay to just make it suck less. You might be in a position where you're like, nah, <laughs> nothing about this is bringing me any type of joy. Um, you're separated from your family. Maybe the this time of year, your traditions are really important to you. And it's just going to be a crappy day. Mm-hmm. You can do things to make it suck less. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be happy. And maybe right. that's also too far outside of the realm to even find a silver lining. Like, I get it. I've been there. So make it suck less, right? I always say you might still have an awful day, but if you go get your favorite ice cream, you're having an awful day with ice cream. And if you have to have an awful day, I'd rather it be with ice cream than without ice cream. You're still not happy. still a terrible day, but at least you have some ice cream. Right. And I also, I also think though, that like uh, just another perspective for people who might think differently is like, you can think about it in terms of like making it suck less or thinking about what you can gain um, whichever, cause obviously different things are going to resonate with different people. But also another idea is just to consider like, what if the story you're telling yourself about X day, X time, whatever, what if that doesn't end up being true? That's also something to consider. Mm-hmm. What if it isn't as just even just to ask yourself the question, what if it isn't as horrible as you initially think it is leaving yourself open to some difference or possibility can also be a way to like manage your own negative feelings about it, even if it doesn't actually objectively change. Yeah. I think it's a very wide range, Mm -hmm. which is why I think like basically wherever you are, whether you are in a place where you're like, I want to find a silver lining and I want to find something, a really happy memory I can look back on during this crazy time. 
to what if it's not as bad as I think it's going to be? Let me leave myself open to the possibility that maybe it's a level two bad instead mm -hmm. of a level eight bad. Or if you're just in the place where you're like, you know what, all that sounds like crap. Mm -hmm. I just want to sit here and acknowledge that I'm going to be miserable and let me, you know, eat my favorite mac and cheese or watch my favorite mm -hmm. movie just so I can be miserable while doing something I like. All of it is fair game. Yep but acknowledge that this is going to be the situation versus kind of running on autopilot. Like I think a lot of us do of like, Oh, this is just what I do for Thanksgiving. This is just what I do for new year's. Um, it's just going to take regardless of kind of where you fall on that spectrum to be a little bit more mindful yeah. of figuring out where that is for you and then what to do accordingly. Right. Um, and you don't need to let anybody kind of push you in one direction or the, or the other. It's right. really what works for you. Um, your roommate or partner or family member might really be in the silver linings category mm -hmm. where you're like, no, I want to keep the lights off and sit in my room. Wake me up when it's Friday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Like wake me up when it's January one, I need to pretend like new year's Eve or Christmas or Hanukkah or that entire week is not happening. Like don't talk to me until it's over. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Neither of you are wrong. Mm -hmm. All of it's fine. Yeah. I think it's also fair too, is kind of like an offshoot of this one as well feel free to communicate that to people because I yeah. think people with the best intentions kind of try to pull you into their camp, yeah. right? Yeah. If you're somebody who's a silver lining person, for example, and you see somebody who you love and you just see them like, really like, nah, screw it. Like, I hate this. You want to go, oh, but at least blah, blah, blah. Oh, but at least this. And they're very well intended and it's because they care about you, but it can also feel awful because mm -hmm. you're just like, no, you're just, I hate what you're saying right now. It's okay to communicate that respectfully with compassion, of course, but to be able to say like, hey, I hear, I hear you that that's how you're managing the holiday season in terms of finding the silver lining. Honestly, I'm just not there. Mm -hmm. um, or you can flip it, right? If you're, right. if you're somebody who does want to be a little bit more optimistic and kind of rework things and are excited about it. If you're with somebody who just is like, screw Christmas all day long, mm -hmm. maybe you tell them to tone it down be like, Hey, I hear you're having a hard time. Let me know if there's any way I can support you. But otherwise, like, let's change the subject or take the holiday negativity talk down a notch because like, I'm trying to stay okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I mean, I think with anything in terms of relationships, right, it's about like communicating and negotiating where those lines are of like compromise, right? So that everyone to the most extent possible feels understood and respected. Um, because, you know, especially if you're in, I mean, any two people are going to feel differently about this, but then if there's any sort of group you know, like there's probably going to be more perspectives on it. And so it's tough to navigate that. But I think if you let people know where you're at, if you ask people where they're at, then you can understand and maybe make some compromises about things you say or do in both directions. And also, I think it's just helpful to understand for your own self so that you can create like that separation where you say like, okay, like this, this person is in a different place, but I can still be in my place right? I can still have my perspective and that's valid and okay. They're just in a different place. I don't need to change that. I don't need to worry about that, except to the extent to which I support them in the way they want to be supported. Yep. I don't have to absorb it myself kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that leads into also another thing that I've been telling people to do, even just 
this year in general, and honestly, in all the years, is if you anticipate, and this actually doesn't just extend to the holiday season, I think this can be all of winter, because I know a lot of people mm-hmm. are really struggling with the whole winter yeah. COVID situation, is that if you think you're going to struggle, make a plan for what you want now. Yep. If you think, you know, for example, January is often a difficult month for people in general, mm-hmm. Because it's cold, it's dark, the holidays are over, and therefore you go from like a level 10 socialization to like a level two, and nothing's Mm -hmm. happening until the spring, and you're like, cool, it's still dark at four o'clock, and I have no plans. Mm -hmm. Obviously, now you should have no plans together in general, (laughs) but I think if that's you already, this might be really rough. Um, I know for me personally, I'm not a big downtime person, and so I'm like, cool, three months of fewer activity options than I already had in the winter mm-hmm. because most things that we do in the winter are inside. Well, right. those should be canceled. So if you can look at that and take some time to reflect and say, okay, winter's coming, the holiday season's coming. Where might I struggle? When might I be having a harder time than usual? Plan for it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to figure out an emergency plan in the middle of an emergency, right? Mm-hmm. You don't figure out how to flood proof your apart- your house or your apartment in the middle of a hurricane. Like it's too late. We're, we're, we're done already. Like mm-hmm. your house is getting wet. Mm-hmm. So do it now. If you think Christmas is going to be a really hard day or Christmas Eve or New Year's or whatever holiday it is, for whatever reason, it doesn't matter why. If you reflect and anticipate that you're going to have a hard day, it could be January 8th. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Plan for it now. What do you want to do on that day? Have an emergency plan in place that you don't necessarily have to follow if you wake up and you're like, nah, that doesn't sound good. But that way you can just grab it if you're in a place where you're like, oh man, I'm really struggling. Okay, let me grab my plan. Write it Mm -hmm. on your phone. Stock up on books and movies if you know that you want to have something on hand to do that might be new and exciting, like starting a new book or watching something new to get yourself out of a funk, right? Even if you just write down something of like things to do when you feel X and it's like, call a friend, it have a dance party in your living room, like whatever it is. If you want to start a new project, maybe you get the supplies now. If you want to all of a sudden become a crafter. Is that a word? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. I'm not being too general. Okay, I don't want to be no. disrespectful to people who are way more artistic and creative than me. So crafter, if you want to become a crafter, Get the stuff now. Don't wait until you're at your lowest point to then try to make yourself put forth the energy to do something new. Do it now. Prepare yourself accordingly. Make an emergency plan. Yeah. it's. I'm like, have you been listening in on my sessions? Um, Because I... We don't do that. We don't do that. But like my my clients know that I love a coping plan. And (laughs) I'm always like, okay, get out your phone. We're going to make a note right now. Let's write this down. What are you going to do? Like have your things lined up because just as you said, it's like it, you're not setting yourself up for success. If you wait until you're already feeling your worst to do something, to make a plan, like have shore up those resources. Now have those things lined up, have your box set of DVDs or like have the three recipes that are going to take you hours to like work through whatever like have your plan, even if it's just distraction, like go for it, but like have your things because you're, you're going to need them and that's okay. Yeah. And I will also add to that of 
we, Jarrell and I have been getting, which we, for people who don't know, we work with media outlets and editors and writers to, you know, contribute to articles about mental health and wellness related topics. Mm-hmm. And the question often always that comes up is like, what do you recommend for self-care? <laughs> it does. And I'm like, the answer I, the answer I want to say is like literally everything and anything, but also exactly. nothing because it really depends. Right. So the disclaimer I kind of want to put out there is like, don't go Google how to practice self-care in the winter or how to practice self-care in COVID. Like, nah, don't do that yet. Sit with yourself and ask yourself, what would feel best for me if I'm in X situation? Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't matter. And honestly, like what happens a lot of times is, because shout out to the publications who ask us and other professionals for advice, because a lot of times what happens is that they don't and things just get regurgitated over and over again. Like yeah. I really want to start asking people, like, why are you recommending journaling? Who told mm-hmm. you this was a good idea? Cause like, I hate it. Don't right. recommend journaling to me. I don't want to journal. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, you know, how do you know to recommend bubble baths, which I also hate. I'm trying to think of something. I, I was like, are you thinking all the things you hate to do? No. But like, it's not the same to everyone. You right. can have your bubble baths. Like you guys do you. I'm going to listen to the Hamilton soundtrack on repeat. Like my party sounds more fun, but you know, you do you. It's literally whatever you want to do. And so I think sometimes, whereas the generic answers, let's say, are a good place to start. If you literally just have no idea and you're like, oh my God, I don't even, I don't even know. I can't, I need to try something. Sure. But I think a better way to actually get out what's going to help you is to say, okay, I want to sit with myself and I want to really think about when do I feel like a better version of myself, mm-hmm. right? Is it when I'm moving my body? Is it when I'm reading? Is it when I'm watching movies for six hours straight? Is it when I'm talking to friends, right? Maybe you schedule Zoom calls or FaceTime calls or whatever on a day you think is going to be hard. Is it when you're taking a walk? Is it when you're having a dance party by yourself? Is it when you're reorganizing your entire living space? Mm -hmm. Is it when you're writing? Is it when you're working? Like the list could go on and on. Cleaning. Some people for Mm -hmm. their self-care is cleaning. It can go on forever. And it doesn't have to fit the box of what like a wellness influencer or what a publication or what all the standard Google advice will tell you. Yeah. Just ask yourself, how do I feel like a better version of me and which of those things sounds best to do on this particular day where it's going to be a little bit more difficult for me? Yeah. Just be curious with yourself. I think is like a good place to start and like ask like Rachel saying, ask yourself those questions. I would also say um, also in like have the perspective, especially if you don't know those things for yourself, like definitively, is know that it's trial and error, right? So you like, oh, I have these ideas and what may work. Um, but, you know, leave yourself open to being flexible if they don't and just pivot, right? You don't need to judge that. You don't need to assess like, oh, why can't I do this thing? Or I should be doing this thing. Or they said I should do this. Allow yourself room for experimentation and like and flexibility and just pivot. Do what you got to do. It's all good. Just try. And that's the most important thing. Right. My last piece, Jarell, I don't know if you have anything else to add, is mm-hmm. don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Let people help you. Let people know that you're having a hard time. You don't need to pour out your 
deepest, darkest feelings to them or, you know, treat them as your pseudo therapist. It's a good idea to get a real therapist for things like that, mm-hmm. but it's also okay just to be open and honest with your people to say, listen, this is going to be really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not okay right now. And know that with yourself, that it's also okay if you're not, ha- if you're not okay and you're not having a good time and you're not filled with Christmas cheer and you don't want to put up your Christmas tree or your menorah or whatever decorations a million years before the holidays or right now we're seeing Christmas carols or whatever it is. If you don't want to do any of that, you don't have to, or you can right. sing jingle bells every single day until the year is over. It's all okay. If you're not okay, it's okay. And it's okay to do whatever you need. And I know that's kind of just a summary of what we've said before, mm-hmm. but I think it's a helpful reminder. Just, it's fine. It's fine not to be okay. Most of us aren't okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, you know what I was thinking about earlier today? Um, because like, I'm normally like a big Christmas person. I love Christmas. Um, obviously feeling a lot less excited about it this year. Um, So what I've been thinking is because like dark humor is helping me these days is all the ways you would rework Christmas songs to accurately reflect 2020. Oh God. So like titles, so titles would be, I won't be home for Christmas Um, and no jingle bells and all these other things. I was like, that's the way I've been making myself laugh today. And so I'm going to roll with that. Um, but yeah, uh, just to, uh, I think that is a great point. It's just to let people know, extend, extend yourself outward a little bit because you might be able to get something that might be helpful, you know? And the people, I always say that like the people around you who love and care about you want to be helpful and they want to be able to do something for you. So even if that's just to say, I'm here with you, or like what would make this suck less or what would make this feel better, right? They're gonna wanna try with you, so yeah. And on that note too, it's also okay to be honest if what they're giving you, and I know we touched on this a little bit before, is not helpful, Yeah. right? Like, hey, I appreciate you wanting to, you know, shower me with holiday cheer to mm-hmm. make me feel better, but it's not making me feel better, it's making me feel worse. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think to, give a personal example, Gerald, you and I were talking about something similar. So our Thanksgiving morning typically looks like Gerald and my husband, Mm. they're very nice people, come to Prospect Park while I run a turkey trot. And then we go to Junior's and for people outside of New York, Junior's is like the best cheesecake ever. Mm -hmm. And they also serve breakfast. So we eat breakfast, like pancakes, and then we have cheesecake before Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. Thanksgiving. And it's probably other than the New Year's Eve run, which also won't happen, but we can talk about that one later. <laughs> one at a time. One at a time. One at a time. Um, is probably my favorite holiday tradition. Mm. And obviously it's not happening. Mm-hmm. It's happening because nothing's happening. And so we were talking about, Jarrell said like, or my husband might've said this. One of you said like, oh, should we still get a cheesecake anyway? Mm-hmm. And my whole thing was like, well, I don't know, because like, is that going to make me happy? Because I'm like, oh, well, at least we salvaged part of it. Or Mm -hmm. is it like, oh, here's just a sad sack reminder (laughs) of like what you're not doing. Like, womp, womp, enjoy your sad cheesecake. And honestly, for me personally, like, I still don't really know. But Jarrell was like, we need a cheesecake. 
and cool. Right. And so it's also that idea of like having those conversations with people and compromising and talking about how you feel because at the other hand, like, as soon as you're all said that I was kind of like, yeah, maybe we need something. Mm. And that's okay. It's okay to not know. It's okay mm-hmm. to have somebody's feedback actually make you pause and think and say like, oh yeah, maybe that would be helpful. Mm-hmm. We can't do this all on our own. And sometimes yeah. we're not a good gauge of what we need. Cause like I said, it's hard to take care of yourself when you're already struggling. Yeah. Let your people help, right? Like they know you, they know what you need. And of course it's okay to be like, Hey, no, like you're actually off this time. Like, thank right. you. But I like to think, and I think I'm accurate in saying that like part of Jarrell's suggestion, other than probably wanting to eat cheesecake, was knowing me and knowing like, no, 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 I'm not going to let you just take everything away from yourself because it's 2020. And that can be helpful. Right. Because sometimes you just need that of like, no, 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 I got you. Like I, this is going to help. And again, set those boundaries if you genuinely are like, no, 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 please do not. Right. But letting those people in to kind of suggest things that might be an alternative or might be better or almost just kind of give you a push out of a hole sometimes we all get into. Yeah. Let people help. Let people in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that like even with that, like you, even if the thing they suggest doesn't actually work or whatever, at least you're getting the awareness and the acknowledgement that that person is trying for you. And right. that I think means a lot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And with that, I would also send the message that we're with you and we see you, not literally, because this is a podcast, but you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, to everyone who is sacrificing their holiday plans and time with family and all of the fun stuff to save a life and keep people safe, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're awesome. And to everybody who's struggling during this time of year, like we got your back too. It's hard. And we're with you both in spirit and literally that we're having a hard time too. Mm -hmm. So it's fine. It's almost over. We'll get through it together. Eat an extra piece of pie. (laughs) It's both professional and personal advice. Yeah. Thank you again for joining us. You can follow us or send us a message or to just say hi or happy whatever holiday you celebrate or send us pictures of your pie. That works too. I mean, I'm sure I like might that. not like them as much. Oh, you want pictures of pie too? Well, I'm just, I was thinking generally just dessert, but sure. Oh, I request pie. <laughs> right. So I guess all of the above, but sure. especially pie. Mm-hmm. Um, you can reach out to us on social media at Viva Wellness NYC. Have a wonderful or as wonderful as possible or at least a not terrible holiday season. <laughs> And we will catch up with you again soon. Bye.